Hello there. Welcome to the 200th episode of Spark of Rebellion. We are back with your weekly dose of Star Wars news. We're going to talk some toy news. We're going to talk about the Acolyte a little bit. And if you want to dress consistently like you are absolutely frozen almost to death, we're going to talk about a way to make sure that you can do just that as well, whilst also looking like one of your favourite Star Wars characters. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Mark Asquith, and joining me on this 200th episode of Spark Rebellion is the man that puts the asses in to look at me. I've got new glasses. It is, of course, Mr. Gary Aylett. All right, dude. 200. Welcome. All right, dude. Yeah, 200. Mad, that, isn't it? Mental. Ment- mental. His yeah. mates couldn't take it. They had God. to leave. Yeah, I've still got this image in my head of... Uh, of Mark saying, yeah, I'm up for a Star Wars podcast. That'll be 50 episodes tops. Max. Absolute tops. Yeah. And here we are. To be fair, 50's all right. Most people bail at five or six. So like, yeah, even if we'd have done 50, that'd have been all right. But yeah, man, 200, that's nuts. What do we, May the 4th, 2019, so four and a half years ago. And uh, we've zipped through it. But also, that's not counting like all the spin-offs, the Mando spin-offs, the Bad Batch, the Ahsoka spin-offs, the Andor spin-offs. Um, we've done quite a lot. We've got a, a nice, small, loyal fan base, you know, so big props to, to Kevin, Sean, and to Tom, and Pascal, and Denise, and everyone that has supported us, uh, which you can do at sparkrebellion.com slash support, get yourself some gear. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep doing it. It's, it's hardly hard work, is it? A lot of people, I think a lot of podcasts fail just because it's like it's hard work, and like, how's this hard work? You talk about something that you enjoy. It's like, it's the best thing, isn't it? Reps, mate. That's all it is. Just keep going. That's the difference between uh, a champion and a wannabe champion. A wampion. Just to keep going and those extra few reps at the end of your set. That's the difference. Keep the tension in the old biceps is what Mm -hmm. my PT tells me as I'm walking down the stairs saying, that's it, Josh, I've had enough. Carrying all the pizza boxes downstairs. Oh, this is a workout, isn't it? Keep the tension in the biceps, then we'll start your session. No, we won't. Taking these pizzas and I'm gone, mate. <laughs> See you later. See you later, mate. Go. Oh, that's yeah. how I'm going again. That's Crufts, yeah? <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Star Wars, anything? Uh, this week, uh, I have actually, yeah. I've started my um, my annual rewatch of the, do we call it the Skywalker saga still, or we just call it the films? Is it just the films, isn't it? Call yeah. it Star Wars. <laughs> just call it Star Wars, yeah. I don't know. So I like to, I would like to watch them uh, at least once a year. You know, just to keep on top of it, because, you know, if you're out and about, because we get this all the time, we're out at an event somewhere, a comic on somewhere, getting within five minutes, usually recognized. Oh, here we go. Oh, mate, don't even. Yeah. All the time. So, oh, you're, you're that dude off Spark Rebellion. Yeah. What do you think about this, this scene in Sack of the Clones? So I've got to be on it. I've got to be sharp. So if I don't watch them regularly, you just, you're lost. You've got this glazed look over your face now, like. You shouldn't be doing that podcast. What is Star Wars is what I always said to him. What is the Force? What is Who is the, the force? force? Why when? is the Force? Yeah. <laughs> when is the Force? Yeah, you get into those deep cryptic questions with one another and before you know it, you're talking about, you know, crystals and whatnot. So, yeah, I've watched The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. 
I'm ready to watch Revenge of the Sith this weekend. Classic. Arguably the best one. Arguably. Arguably. My uh, mm. my week mirrors that somewhat, but in book form. I finished the old Tashin book, the archives, the prequel archives. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, actually. It was good. It's a tough read because it's like a reference book, in it? But it's it's really deeply well done. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, A lot of stuff around the lore of it. And, I mean, it's, all, it's interesting from so many different perspectives because you've got, you know, there's a technical perspective and the way that they were writing things and, the, you know, like the, the, the law around Lucas being like a bit of a nut job on we don't quite know where the script's going to be and whatever. Um, so there's so many different facets to those books. So you can get what you want from it. You know, like listening to the mind of Lucas talking about Anakin and stuff. It, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. The man is steeped in research and historical pathways and you know, the, the the mirroring of things and the cycles that things go through. So, yeah, fascinating read, man. So I've finished that one. And uh, I hate to buy. Normally, I acquire through means unknown the EPUB books. <laughs> um, means unknown. Yeah, I don't know. I'll get them. They just turn up. And I, uh, I had to buy Survivor's Quest. Survivor's Quest. Yeah, okay. the, the Legends books, when I say yep. that, I, I always buy that. Anything that's new canon, I'll buy as a book. So I get it's on Amazon. I'm like, fuck, I need Survivor's Quest now. That's my next read. $4.99 paperback, $4.99 Kindle. I'm like, oh, God. I hate it. So I got the Kindle version of it, right? And the reason I got the Kindle version, because you know what it's like. You get the paperback version and you can't not have the paperback version of every other Legends book. Mm -hmm. When you get to Legends, man, that's like, I need to, I'm going to have to buy like a storage container or some shit. Yeah, so I'd, it's like hundred books. Yeah. yeah. And I hated it. I hated getting the Kindle version when I could, could have bought the paper version for the same did feel, price. Did you feel weird? Like, I just felt, weird. what a waste. Mm. But then I had to, I had to talk myself down because I thought to myself, well, look, if I do that, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> stopping here. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And also look at the bigger picture. You know, you have to give yourself a little talking to about a Kindle book, you know? Oh, your I golf, know. Your golf swing probably needs more work than your, your Star no. Wars reading, mate. Doing very well, actually. They've got a fantastic swim plane. I'll tell you that. Not true. You're going yes. down over the ball across it. No. That's your slice, mate. You know, Not true. more of a horizontal swing. Horizontal swing. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, Butch Harmon. Well, off we go. <laughs> all right, let's get to some news. If you want to get involved in the podcast, if you do like the podcast, and if you've listened to all 200 episodes, are you a 100%er? Let us know if you're a 100%er at rebellion underscore spark on the Twitter. If you're a 100%er, that would be absolutely badass. But if you're not, why not? Now, if you're not, just joking. You can get involved at sparkrebellion.com slash support now the acolyte is coming out in 2024 allegedly we shall see uh jedi news via the writers guild of america they're the ones striking don't know they were Thought it got sorted i think yeah we'll see anyway so they've reported on the uh a published list of the writers for the acolyte which is coming out so i'm going to go through eight episodes uh episode one Season one, episode one, they're all season one. I'm not going to say that every single time. Uh, episode one, written by Leslie Headland, who is responsible for Russian Doll. Um, I thought I recognised her. Yeah, she's from Russian Doll. Um, episode two, Jason McAuliffe and Charmaine de Great. We've got number three, Jasmine Flournoy and Eileen Shim. Four, Claire Keechel and Cora Dana. 
Five, Corey Dana and Cameron Squires, or Squire. Number six, Jason McAuliffe and Jocelyn Beer. And then number seven, three on this one, Charmaine DeGrette, Jim Richards, and Jasmine Flournoy. And Jason McAuliffe is doing episode eight. Not much to say on this one. I'm not I'm not really plugged into this 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 world um that much. I don't know that much about any of these writers, apart from probably Leslie Hesland. Um Charmaine DeGrette. If you're going to name yourself, which I know she hasn't done, her parents did, why not name yourself The Great? You know, I'm in for that. I admire that. I respect it. I would call myself Charmaine the Great, regardless if I was. And if <laughs> we're being true, my name would actually be Mark the Average. So, here we go. Oh, no, no. It, it no. would. It would. Yeah, it would. And I'm not sorry about doesn't that. doesn't need that much work. Come on. It does. It does. Horizontal, but uh, yeah, I t- I've not really got any thoughts on this. So I don't really know many of these writers, but not because they've not done anything. I know Leslie Headland just because she's done a little bit, little bit more in our world, the sort of Russian doll um, work, and and I just yeah, I'm just not that plugged into that world, dude. So it's just this doesn't mean that much to me. I'm sure I could do a bit bit of googling. I'm sure they've done something that we'd all know, but um, I've got nothing. You've got I'm nothing, out. mate. Do you know what, dude? This could go one or two ways, couldn't it, the Acolyte? Because, like you said, there are some writers that you just know instantly. But if, I'll be honest, mate, these ones, I've not got a clue. As you were reading through the list, and I've read through it myself earlier, I thought, I don't know any of the. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a bad thing, though. Like I said, that could go, you know, one or two ways. It could be amazing. Like, you don't want to be... Sometimes you need a little a bit of... Uh, and some new blood, right? with your writing team. You, you don't want to be bogged down by having to kick somebody up the arse every five minutes. Like, just leave it alone. We know that you've you've written about that Star Wars thing before. That was that. This is a new thing. Let that go. Whereas if you've got a, whole, a bunch of new people in, it's like, well, you know, you've not had the, uh, you, you've not had the baggage to carry around as a Star Wars author yeah. or writer, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So you can come into it fresh and, and put your own spin on. While it's still adhering to the law and everything, you can put your own spin on it and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. If you Google these, you'd probably see, ah, oh, you've written an episode of that thing that we've we've watched or whatever. But generally, don't know any of these, mate. No, no, um, same. There's a, there's a few. So just a quick look at them. Um, Charmaine de Grey has done uh, co-exec producer on House of the Dragon, um, consulting producer on Manhunt, uh, and a few of the things, The Hundred and so on. Um Jasmine Flournoy, uh, Welcome to Derry and the Acolyte, editor and a writer. Um, House of the Dragon for Eileen Shim. Uh, what have we got? Claire. Claire Keechel's quite, quite an interesting one. Um, Blade Runner 2099. Um, what is that, a series? Or was that, that wasn't a, What is that? And then the, the Watchmen series, which I thought was quite interesting. That was actually quite a good... Um, I enjoyed that series. Did you watch that? Did you watch the Watchmen series? No. Is it good? So, yeah. That was a while was, ago, right? A lot of people didn't like it because it changed a lot of stuff, but yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, so Blade Runner 2099 is a TV miniseries coming up from Amazon Studios. So No way. Oh, it's yet to be released, right? Yeah, so it's 50 years after 2049, so that's quite interesting. Um, Cora Dana, uh, Mr. Robot, okay? Writer on Mr. Robot. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, with the kid from, what's his name? From uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. WandaVision mm-hmm. for Cameron Squires and Agatha the Dark Hole Diaries. So a little bit of Disney Marvel stuff there. Uh, Jocelyn Bio, uh Russian Doll, uh, Jen Richards, 
nothing, just the acolyte, which is quite interesting. Uh, as a consulting producer, so hmm. interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah, okay. I was, it's always it's a tough thing, isn't it? I mean, I think that you know when you see big names that are writing things, you almost I don't know. It sort of comes with this. I don't want to say it comes with a sense of baggage, like you said, but it. You know, if Filoni writes something, you expect it to be a certain type of thing, don't you? Let's be honest. And if exactly. you know, if, if you yeah. if you get someone, um, if you get someone like. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directing something you expect it to be a certain sort of thing so uh, yeah I'm, I've got no I'm pretty ambivalent on this one I think it's it's almost like the whole of the acolyte in that there's a massive opportunity for this to be something fresh and cool and actually having fresh writers on it as you mentioned could could be really badass man mm. so mm -hmm. yes yeah. I'm keen for the trailer for that one you know I reckon we might get some in sort of January February March time next next couple of quarters Probably, yeah. I'm not sure what what else have we got coming next year. The skeleton crew thing. Mm, skeleton crew. Probably. Jude Law in his All Saints advert. Jude Law. Yep. Um, have we got another Mando, or is that is he reserved for the the film now? Have we got another no, Mando series? No, they've done Mandalorian season four. Because um, if you remember, um, Favreau had said that in order to write the end of season three, he had to have a season four in mind. Ah, uh, right. Do you remember? Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Um, so we've got a few bits then. So they'd want to space it out as you'd expect. So they don't want to leave it too long into the year before they start teasing and dropping trailers and whatnot. So yeah, you're right. Probably Feb. Get a trailer for this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder when we're going to get that. That's interesting, that. Hmm. Interesting on the Mando stuff. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested in that. I know Disney Plus is... I don't know if he's taking a Marvel approach to it and trying to, because Marvel's been shocking. Um, really, I mean, we've seen a lot of stuff in the press recently about Marvel just this just this week, you know. Makes you wonder if they're thinking about doing a similar thing with Star Wars. You know, they were talking about bringing some of the original Avengers back. Um, I feel like after Endgame, it got derailed. And you just got to think the way that Star Wars has gone in terms of like, let's announce everything and then not do anything. Or I don't want to say, <laughs> don't want to say that, but let's announce everything and sort of backtrack or sidestep or change them into other things. You know, it just feels like they're, they're starting to learn how to handle these things, you know, because they acquired Marvel, they acquired Star Wars and it's Disney. Of course they know how to handle stuff, but they weren't really making big budget films like the, and I, I know they were making big budget films. Of course they were the frigging Disney. <laughs> but they weren't handling Marvel and Star Wars. I like they were never handling anything so divisive before. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that they had to work with was, other than the Pixar stuff that they also acquired, it's probably what Pirates of the Caribbean, mm. and that was just a surefire hit for the first yeah. three anyway. And so it's they not knew as volatile, that, you know, is it? Exactly. Yeah. So they knew that they were onto a winner with with old Depp, didn't they? And all that. So not much to manage there really. Just go and make the films; they're going to be a hit. So. Whereas with Star Wars and Marvel, you've got a very different fan base to deal with, right? Mm. You've got a very different a bunch of dicks mainly. So you've got to navigate that for the most part. That's a challenge in itself. So yeah, mm. I wouldn't want the job, mate. No. I would, no way. Nope. Go and manage no. that. Nah. No. Go no, play no, golf. No. Yeah, go and play golf. Work on the old swing. Or you could go skiing in your Columbia sportswear inspired garb. Because Columbia Sports, we have just done a crossover with old Star Wars. Uh, you like going outside, don't you? 
and it's wintry. Get out there. Get yourself a little bit of snow wear. Um, right, so this is on Jedi News as well, and uh, all it is, I'll read a little bit of the PR for it. Columbia Sportswear, in collaboration with Lucasfilm, is launching a special edition collection inspired by Luke Skywalker's iconic flight suit from the Star Wars saga. Um, saga. Hmm. So, all it is, they've made an orange jacket, a white jacket, cream, if you will, a couple of hoodies, a couple of t-shirts, a hat, a bum bag, it's weird out there in fashion, and a big snowsuit flight suit sort of set up and some skiing goggles. Now, I'm a little bit freaked out by these, right? I like them, I get it, I think it'd look badass, but you'd also look a bit of a bell end. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I'm not really feeling these. I get it, and I'm up for an orange coat. Hey, I've got an orange coat, man. You know, I've got an orange coat. But I'm not... We'll stick a link in the show notes, because it's hard to explain all these. Go and have a look in the show notes, all right? Not really feeling much of this stuff. Now, if I'm a skier, would I get the ski suit? Probably, because no one would notice it, and I'm just sort of fitting in with all the skiers. We're all wearing bright stuff. We're all wearing gear. We're all going down a hill. That's cool. I can pretend I'm Luke in Hoth. Probably get a little gilet, yeah? <laughs> but generally speaking, this is not for me. What do you think, dude? Yeah, same. Same. When I first saw the story, I thought, oh, that looks all right. I'm referring to the orange jacket. I thought, that looks all right. Not too bad, that. And then I saw the cut of it. In, like, jackets in general, they need to have a, they need to come in a little bit at the waist. Just a little bit. Yeah, they do. To, in order to be wearable across various circumstances and not just for walking the dog. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Whereas this one, it's just like, it's just straight down. You know, there's not much, not much style to it sort of thing. I mean, the color's cool. I mean, if you were, do you know, I don't even know, even if you were, a, these look too bright to me anyway. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's screen accurate, but um, maybe the pictures are just sort of oversaturated to sell them a little bit. But yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like you, if I was skiing, if I was an avid skier, I might pick up the old jumpsuit just so I can show off to everyone that wouldn't notice. Well, exactly. That's, and that's, for <laughs> me, that's like the coolest part. It's like the subtlety of these things. I, I'm a big subtle guy. Like, I'm not a big logo t-shirt guy. I'm not a big, you know, like the, 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 the one that's got Luke on it, you know, the literal, quite literal picture of Luke. I would never <laughs> wear that. Absolutely no chance on earth. I'm just no, not that no. guy. Um, <laughs> so the subtlety of the ski suit, I quite like if I'm going out and I'm skiing. Um I don't mind the little bomber jacket because that one does come in a little bit. The bomber jacket, the first jacket, there's a couple of different jackets and one of them does, it is more of a bomber jacket. So that's like mm. maybe an outside look at that one. But I mean, that one, we're going for that one is uh, at least 200 bucks, if not 350, depending. Um, These are spenny, mate. These are very spenny. Yeah, they I remember are. They, um, they did a really cool... Um, big Parker jacket a couple of years ago, didn't they? It was based mm. on the Hoth uh, crew jackets that they had. Yes. These blue with the orange stripes down the sleeves. That was mint. I would have worn that. That looks really nice. But I think that was like, I'm sure that was like 800 quid or something or wow. 600 quid, something like that. So these these are not cheap. Dollar, all. dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Chucking it round. Yeah, maybe the bomber jacket's like a long shot. It really is a long shot. That's the only one I'd get potentially close to wearing, but I'd just... 200 bucks, mate. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oof. Not for me, not for me. But we'll stick a link in the show notes if it's your bag. I mean, that's this is all subjective stuff. You know, if you like it, you like it. That's all well and good. Um, Baseball cap, mate. We like a cap now and then. I don't mind the cap. Not plain mm. enough for me. Again, I'm a bit more, bit more subtle to. But yeah, I mean, it's not. It's certainly not over designed. Mm. It's not bad. No, it's just we're that's a bit average thing. on this, aren't we? Bit yeah. like me. It's just <laughs> not bad, is it? That's the thing. With a lot of Star Wars gear, and we have the same problem, you know, with um, when Adidas do their line of like Star Wars trainers and that sort of thing. Yeah. Every now and then you think, oh, that's one that's quite subtle. Like yeah, that yeah, pair yeah. of sneaks, I'd have them because they don't scream cheesy Star Wars memorabilia. Like I've, you know, I've been to Star Wars land somewhere and I've picked yeah. up these cool trainers, don't you know? <laughs> but some of them are a bit like that. So yeah, I get that dude. All right. Anyway, Star Wars fans, our listener, might be into it though. Yeah. So check the show notes. The link is there. Yeah, we'll stick a link. Some of the t-shirts aren't bad. But yeah, nah, not yeah. for me. Not for me. Um, there's a lot of toy news. It's quite a short episode this week, actually. There's not a ton of news, but most of the other stuff now is um, is actually toy news. We'll do So we're going to do the little toys first, and then we'll do the big dog one. So it's been uh, Comic-Con down in London, MCM Comic-Con. And... Obviously, Hasbro being Hasbro, they've, they've put out some Marvel stuff, some pretty cool Legend Spider-Man stuff, which I really like. Uh, Tombstone's in there, and there's a couple of spiders in there, and um, all, all sorts. But there's also some new toys come out uh, from a Star Wars perspective. So let's get into these. The the first one, which I think is quite... I pro again, I probably wouldn't get it, but I can see why they've done it. So Carson Tava from the Filoni-verse, not just from Mandalorian anymore, as we know. Um, he's cropped up in Ahsoka. He's becoming what appears to be, you know, the stock. Um, mm, he's the wedge, isn't he? He's like the wedge until he's of the, of the Mando-verse, which I think is quite nice. So they brought, you know, these big life-size helmets that they do, the Black Series helmets. They brought one of those out for Carson Tabor, which is quite nice, actually. Um, it does look really, really good. And these are... Like, these are beauties. You know, these are really, usually really well done, very highly crafted things. Um, so I, I actually quite like this, dude. What about you? You uh, I know we've, I don't think any of us bought any of these yet because they're not cheap and you've got to really love them. But what do you think of this one to start with? Uh, yeah, um, that's always the thing with these because they're, because they're, you have to drop a few bucks on them. You've got to be pretty sure. It's not, you know, when um, you first started working full time, you had a little bit of adult money. You could just go out and drop a few bucks and pick up like half a dozen figures and stuff. That's not too bad. Because later on down the line, you just, yeah, I'll, I'll give a couple of them to a nephew or yeah, whatever. You know, it's not too bad. But with something like this, it's a bit, you know, when the kids come around or little ones or whatever, they reach for it, they slap their hand out the way. Yeah. No, not that one. Yeah, it's a collectible, in it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, <coughs> it's like 130, 130 bucks <laughs> as well, in it? I mean, it's not, not a cheap exactly. one. Yeah, so you'll learn that when you're older, all right? These things, not toys. Can play with that thing over there. So yeah, um, would I get this one? No, no, probably not. But I can appreciate what it is though. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, hold on mute then. Forgot to unmute pro podcaster. Um, yeah, I quite like this one. Well, the next one. So let's get into uh, some of the figurines then. So, um, <laughs> these always make me laugh. <laughs> so <laughs> these are the 3.75 inch ones um 
<laughs> Relatable lengths. Uh, some of them. For me, anyway. Are really decent. And some of them are absolutely <laughs> right. Um, like, okay, I'm going to just run through them, right? <clears throat> so <laughs> I'm going to go top to bottom. All right, so there's a Dooku one, which is potentially the most in the middle between shite and mint that I've seen from a Star Wars collectible <laughs> yet, right? 3.75. So these, they're only four, just shy of four inch at scale. So the, 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 the face molds can never be amazing, all right? We know that. We know they can never be amazing. The Dooku one is actually not the worst I've seen. It's actually, it's reasonable, all right? It's reasonable one. So we've got that one. Looks good, complete with force lightning, and uh, it looks like one lightsaber, which is pretty cool. The same scale. We've got a Finn one. Uh, the face mold on that is actually pretty good as well, but they've certainly lent into the angry look, um, which is quite good. But this, you know, you can tell it's Finn. He's got his leather jacket on. Um, you can tell it's Finn. All right, it's decent, it's decent, it's decent. You've got a phase one Claude Trooper, which is actually quite nice because it's got two, I don't know if it's got a helmet or whether it's got two headpieces, uh, but you can see Tamura Morrison's likeness, pretty good. Looks infinitely better with the helmet on because there's no real big head mold to build in there. Um, but then we go to... <laughs> All right, we're just going to do Anakin first. <laughs> the Anakin one... I... So this is baby child Anakin from The Phantom Menace, right? And I can't work out whether it's good or crap. The, the head mold. You can't work it out. Do you know what I mean? Just so just <laughs> right, you the ever present listener, check the link out, right, in the show notes. Let us know at rebellion underscore spark on Twitter. Is the Anakin Skywalker head mold good or bad? Because I I'm like they've even got a pose of him waving back to his mum saying, by God, they're getting you with this one. But it's the figure's actually pretty good in episode one collectible Anakin is a cool thing to have, all right? Like, I'm in for that. I'm up for that one. But tell me about the head mold. Like, do you? what do you think of the head mold? <laughs> I like that. Okay, tell me about it. Tell me about the head mold. So, from the back, bang on. Absolutely spot on from the back. If you pose this figure, so you see the backpack and put one foot up and you see it walking away, little pose, you'd be like, oh... That uh, is actually little little kiddie Anakin from the film. You turn it around, no good. No good. They got their hair down. It's not that difficult to do. It's a little mushroom bowl cut, not that difficult. But, mate, the face. The problem is with these figures at this size is that you can you have to you you have to get away with it being generic. You cannot say that's Dooku's face right there from the actual film. You just can't do it. So you have to just get away with being a generic old dude with a grey beard. Yeah. For the most part. And it's the same with Anakin. What we just need to do, like a little kid's face, mm. you know, with the hair and stuff. So the face mould, yeah. Not doing it, dude. No. But then you have to give a little bit, like I said, a little bit of leeway with these things. It's very, very difficult to get there. Every now and then they do it, though. Every now and then with these little figures, yeah, they, they somehow do it. It doesn't look too bad, but... For the most part, like these ones, the yeah. no, no, no. <clears throat> right, so that leaves me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, 
Right. Have you seen Robocop? Of course you have. There's a new uh, game out this week. Robocop I don't know, game. Have, I? have I seen it? I don't know. Right. So Padme, <laughs> from episode one, I think this is episode one, yeah, it is. Right. Yep. I, you know, again, another collectible item that I think would look good on the shelf because it's, you know, it's mint at the notion of having an Anakin and a Padme from episode one, I think is cool. This face mold is absolutely shocking. <laughs> it looks like Peter Weller in Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> done it <laughs> now that you've yeah now that you've just said that absolutely it does yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> done it you're not wrong mate <laughs> done it yeah yeah listener um it yeah does. when you uh when you check these out you will you will piss yourself laughing as i just did that's um now but that's that's a step too far with the old generic thing right that doesn't even look, yeah. And I like can't it. tell, are these, <laughs> is Anakin, I think Anakin, one sec, yeah. Holy shit, this is even worse. Dooku and Finn and the clone trooper are all 3.75, so they're in the pillbox packaging. Yeah. Anakin yeah. and Padme are six inch. Oh, so they should be even, they should be decent. Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, they are. They're they? in the square boxes. Like they should, they should be deep. But this head mold for Padme, please, listener, check this out. It's like you know, it's Natalie Portman. You can see it's Natalie Portman, but it's like if Natalie Portman had been designed on Wish. <laughs> or like if you buy if someone says right you know that hot toys hot toys that you want yeah I got it on Alibaba and then this turns up <laughs> to be fair the uh, the smaller size fin figure looks better than those two in the, terms of right? face sculpt hmm. I'm surprised by that dude because they should because um, that, that's what they're known for like the Black Series 6 inch line they're known for being more accurate so that's a yeah, that's a weird one. They definitely don't look anything like. These are not like prototype pictures, are they? Dad, they don't look like they are. They're like mm. press photos, like they're proper staged. You know the drill. Press photos. Mm. I mean, it's look. I love the idea of it. I truly love the idea of a Padme and an Anakin from this film. But I couldn't buy them. I couldn't have them. Like, what have I got? Let me have a look. I'm gonna have a look now on my shelf. Right. He's having a look. Listener, he's having a look. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got some six-inch ones there, and they're, they're all great. All right, what else we got back there? Yeah, I'll have a look as well. Yeah. Here we go. They're all Luke. solid. They're all good. Luke, Han, banging. Yeah, I've got an Obi-Wan from the Obi-Wan series. I've got a Soaker. That's decent. Tell you what, Lando's bringing the bacon. Oh, he does, though, doesn't he? He chucks it around, that lad. Darth Maul. Maul, you old slag. How is Elaine? She left him. She has left yeah. him. Forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> these aren't great, man. And they, 
look, the prices of these and the Black Series, I don't know. Is it getting any more expensive? But these are like 25 books, man. 25, yeah. I think they've been that price for a while now, but... Christ, let's be honest. You, mm. you pick them up somewhere, you can always get them cheaper. You can always get them cheaper. You're always getting them at like 18 bucks somewhere. Um, go and check it out. See what you think. We, I know we're having a bit of a laugh with it, but shit, these are dodgy face molds. The pad, please... Please Google Peter Weller's Robocop head and then look at this Padme one and you'll see exactly what I mean. <laughs> you know you know <laughs> it. You know it. Now, yeah. at the other end of the spectrum, remember we talked about um, Harrison Duller was getting a Hot Toys from um, the Ahsoka series. With well, the pants. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, well. Um, Grand Admiral Throne. Sixth scale collectible from Hot Toys. 255 bucks. Again, looks absolutely mental good. Like, they've done, they've done something recently with these head molds on the Hot Toys because these are freaking tight, man. They've also <laughs> cropped his belly out a little bit, made him look a bit trimmer. Nothing wrong with that. We all do that. We all suck in. We all brent it, don't we? <laughs> Uh, but this is a beautiful bit of kit. Would I get it? No, because it's Lars Mikkelsen. And I can't, you know, I've said it before. I have to buy things when I can see the character, not the, not the actor. But if I was in the market for another Hot Toys, and or if I was a, like, I'm a Thrawn mega fan, but not a, th you know, I'm, I'm not buying this. Maybe. I'm, I, buy, I buy it. It's <laughs> absolutely mint, dude. And it comes with a few little uh, collectible pieces <laughs> as well. It does. It comes with a little... Um, what appears to be a hologram of a hyperspace ring. It comes with six additional hands. Uh, looks like, I can't tell if it comes with, can't tell if the expressions are different on the heads or whether it's just one head, but it comes with the posable eyes, uh, individual posable eyes, comes with a, num uh, a number of other pr uh, little props as well, like the data card, the gun, and so on and so forth. Um, these usually stand at just about a foot high as well. So these are, you know, these are premium shit, 255 bucks. Um, there's there is little doubt that this is a premium product, man. I think it looks it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, what do you think of this? What what you're saying? Yeah, you're absolutely right with how good the figure looks. Really, really good. Like they've got the um, obviously the color down as well, straight out of Ahsoka because Thrawn's been blue in a couple of different things, and they've used a slightly different blue. Yeah, it's normally like, like a bit of a... Like the old Legend stuff was more like a navy royal blue, wasn't it? Yeah. And then in Star Wars Rebels, it was kind of a mix with the two. Yeah, it was. In Ahsoka, they've gone for a very light a very light blue colour. And they've nailed that. If you look at some of the close-ups of his face, it's absolutely bang on. The texture of the face, man. It's like the Heriton Dullo one. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So they've, they've obviously changed the technique of how they've done the... Yeah. Um, the surface texture looks very cool. The hair looks good. Even though it's not real hair, it still looks really, really good. So the, the figure as a whole, especially the head sculpt, bang on, dude. Absolutely bang on. I did have a little chuckle when I saw this earlier at the uh, at the waistline. Just a little bit. Yeah. A little snigger. Didn't they? Yeah, little... yeah, yeah. They're, they're properly like, you know that Mickelson has gone in and is like, really like this. <laughs> Brett, 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 Brett. Really like this. It's great, that. It is Brett. That said, a couple of suggestions, yeah? Could you, and I'm not saying Eater, could you maybe do the hologram with the, you know the ship? Yeah, I got a, you know I got a ship, yeah? 
Yeah? You what, you just want a hologram of the ship? Yeah. Just that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. So there's no other changes. No other changes. That said, what I am doing after this, I'm not saying you would have known this because no one will have told you, but I am nipping down the gym. Um, I'm going to a little bit of a session <laughs> with my boy. Uh, I've just been eating protein more than anything. Cut the beer out. And uh, what I don't want is like your toy to be inaccurate in like four months time to six months. Yeah. Christmas coming up, call it eight months. So why don't we shave a little bit off the old waistline, Brett? <laughs> shave a little bit off the waistline, Brett. Brett. That's probably uh, not far off the truth. Look at me, Brett. 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 <laughs> Brett. Bit off the waistline, Brett. <laughs> Go on yeah. then, Lars, it you old slag. We'll do it for you. Mm, and it was going to be $275. But they've shaved a bit off the waistline and now it's like, we can't charge that for it. You only gain half the figure. Put it on at 255 Yeah, you've saved the fans a few bucks. So nice forward thinking. Yeah. I like it. Save the heart He's... whilst saving yeah. the heart of the fans and or the wallet. So mm -hmm. yeah, big fan, big fan. But yeah, I mean, we'd all do the same, wouldn't we? Imagine that. I'm going for some Instagram photos. Shave a little bit off the old belly. Shave some off the belly. Yeah. Suck in. Suck the chin in. Suck the chin in. Because the last thing you'd want to do is Dirt. just... <laughs> one would assume that... Um, one would assume that uh, he's going to be doing a few cons in the future, as inevitably the case is with a lot of Star Wars actors. And I don't want to be turning up, yeah, and the fans thinking that's not what the dude looks like from the from my mate's house on the shelf. You can imagine, can't up. you? Turning up with a fucking 260 quid Hot Toys figure. Can you sign the belly of this? Well, I can initial it. Mm, I don't know, mate. I think you can fit the full name on that bad, but I can initial it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you could put Lars Mickelson was he a 2K24, to be honest with you, and then a couple of little kisses. <laughs> I can definitely just get Dude. my initials on this, mate. So you either fucking take it or leave it. All right, Laz. There'll be a there'll be a fan edit of this statue doing the rounds defo where someone's put a little bit of padding in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's more screen accurate now. Yeah. So Worth but, more. like someone, you know, so Mike Zero is gonna be like, real reason Kathleen Kennedy fires Lars Mickelson. It'll be like Photoshop, yeah, body shaming. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it out. Body shaming. <laughs> a fictional fact. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. God. No, I like this. I love the figure, though, man. Like the hero one and this one. The, the, the sculpts on the head are absolutely wild, mate. Dude, the, uh, something's changed, hasn't it, in the manufacturing or the design process yeah. over there? Because the, the face sculpts have always been, for the most part, really good. Yeah. Like, scare really good, some of them. But now it just seems like they've, they've taken it up another notch. I think it's mainly the texture of the skin. I don't know about you, but it's the, like the bags under the eyes. Yeah, it is. And, and like that V mark that a lot of people get in their forehead and like some of the wrinkles around the mouth. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just all those little subtleties, which I'm sure were there before, but the way that they've textured over the top of that and the little, um, crow's feet at the corner of the eyes and stuff. And, um, 
the eyes are going to be creepy on this as well because I think in some of the, I'm sure, I think they had it in the Hera statue, but they do this. Uh, I can't remember for the technical name they use for mm-hmm. these eye eye system where you can like a little nubbin at the back of the head and you can change the direction that the character's looking in. Yeah, the action man looks pretty scary. Yeah, and uh, so that with these red eyes is going to look sick. Oh yeah. Like, however you pose him, and you can shift the eyes just a little bit to finish the pose off. Yeah, this is a sick figure, dude. Really good. It is cool, isn't yeah. it? They, uh, the Hot Toys shit, man, is getting me recently. I'm like, so I've got I've got the Flash. Michael Keaton's Batman from the Flash coming whenever that comes out. Um, but I've also ordered the Obi-Wan ones like last year, didn't we? We already got the Vader and then I've got an Anakin. Uh, sorry, Vader and Obi-Wan. But dude, like, I really want the Clone Wars Anakin and the Clone Wars Obi-Wan. So that we've talked about them before. The Hayden and the Ewan sculpts in the Clone Wars armor. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I've just looked at them while you've been talking now. Just having a quick look at the, the Hot Toys versions of these ones. And man, the skin just, it, the skin isn't as good. Like you said, they've changed the technique. Something's happened. Because these are, I was always a bit like, oh, 260 bucks for this. And don't get me wrong, I love it. Like when it comes, I'll absolutely freaking love it. But you know, now we've seen the picture of the hair and the, 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 the throne with that quality, you're like, I... Don't get me wrong, it's expensive, but I'm always like, holy shit, it's only 250 bucks. Do you know what I mean? It sort of changed yeah. my perspective a little bit because the I'm, a, I'm the same as you, like big fan of craftsmanship and workmanship. And to be able to to be able to do that and be able to get a hold of something like that that's a, such a good collectible for like 250 bucks that you're going to have that forever, aren't you? You could sell everything else and you're going to keep these ones, you know? Yeah, defo. And I would, I'm 99% sure that if you had a mate over and he was looking at your, your stuff on the shelf and he saw a couple of the other Hot Toys figures, got to this one, or if he picked up Hera or both, they would look at them and think, Jesus, that's a good looking one. God, that one's... Like they would... I'm pretty sure they would look at these ones and think, yeah, they look mint, the other ones, Anakin, Vader, or whatever. They look really cool. But this one just looks so lifelike. And it's down to that that change that they've made. So, yeah... I know. It's um it's meant that they are like you said, your friend would come around and be like, holy shit, that's detailed, that's good. Yeah, and they would look at the form one. Yeah. Like fucking put it put down. Yeah, break their arm immediately. Yeah. Brett, it's not a toy. Not read the sign. Jesus. Big Don't six touch. foot banner, do not touch. Yeah. Wife. Especially the wife. Yeah. Oh. Fucking bash with my putter. Messing with that stuff. I don't go in the kitchen, do I? It's around face. Steady. Quote Jar Jar Binks. Steady. Steady. Oh, here we go. Spicy create for the magic 200. clip. <laughs> now, now. I'm tagging everyone that I know on this one. Yeah. Sexism is. And that's what I expect. Yeah. Go yeah. Oh, a little joke there. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, God. I was only joking. Oh. God, you had me recording a podcast and now it's divorce and all that. I was just playing about. Yeah? Oh, God. Go and put the kettle on. Oh, no, I'll do it. Oh, you go and sit down. I'll go in the kitchen this time. Go on, then. I'll go. I'll empty oh. the sink. Oh. I don't mind. Oh. Well, on that note, let's stick a pin in it for episode 200. What a great place to leave it.
Go and check out all the links from today's episode. Go and check out Robocop. Go and check out the new skin on Thrawn, on the Hot Toys. It's absolutely badass. And uh, yeah, just let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us on this 200-episode journey. Here's to another 200. It is always a lot of fun. It's never a chore to be able to do this uh, every week. We are very lucky that we've got such a loyal fan base, so thank you so much. And if you do enjoy the show, check out sparkarebellion.com slash support. And Gazla, I don't know. If, are you around next week? Because you're away, aren't you? You're off next week, yeah? I'm off uh, from the day job, okay. but might be around to record. Probably will be. Okay. I don't know. We'll let the fans know. Keep an eye on the old Twitter and that. You sure? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, you can have a week off, mate. I'm sure. Go and do what you want. Go and do your washing up. Yeah. Go in the kitchen. 200 eps. Go and help out. Probably earn a week off. Yeah, go and help out. Putting the cutlery away. Got to do something. Put the forks right away. But, uh, well, maybe we'll see you next week, guys. Um, but enjoy your day off. For, <laughs> enjoy the week off from the day job. And, uh, yeah, always fun, dude. Always fun, indeedy. Yeah, and it's very cool to be able to do this, as Mark said, especially at 200 episodes. So thank you very much to all of you that have listened over the years and you've got in contact to say, do you know what? There goes Gary and Mark. They do a bloody good Star Wars podcast. Yeah, so thank you for... Uh, for all that stuff and genuinely there would be no point doing it if you didn't listen and get in touch and support us so thank you very much for that and to another 200 let's keep it rolling until next week or the week after should I say for episode 201 take care of yourselves and may the force be with you always always